Representative Calkins is uh, uh, waiting, and there he is. And uh, hi, good morning, sir, and uh, welcome, and thank you, or I should say congratulations to you uh, for being named to the Restore Commission. That's pretty cool. Thank you. It's an honor. Uh, I just hope we actually have a Restore Commission. Now, I talked with um, a state senator yesterday who was uh, appointed, um, Laura Murphy. She's a uh, uh, Senate Democrat. And this, of course, is a 14-member commission created by the legislature in the truncated pandemic special session. Uh, and it's uh, got a report due in less than a week. The first report's due yeah. July 1st, <laughs> uh, and then reports every 30 days. So uh, when I talked with her, she said that uh, she's confident this is an important issue, things will get accomplished, and they'll uh, have good discussions and provide good recommendations. But when I asked her if there will be any appetites in the group to possibly you know, check the governor's authority to essentially reshape the state's economy unilaterally, uh, she wasn't clear on if that's going to be a focus. Should that be a focus? Absolutely, it should be a focus. That was the whole purpose of of, of putting this commission together. It was uh, it, it was a um, an appeasement, I guess, of sorts by the Democratic majority uh, to bring the General Assembly into the discussion. You know, the Republicans uh, in both the House and the Senate pushed quite hard during our special session you know we 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 made a point that that the governor uh, is only one branch uh, the executive branch and this is we are a co-equal branch and should have input we should have the ability to make those kinds of of uh, recommendations and that's why this commission was put together so uh yeah uh, we we need to be i think quite serious about what we're doing uh, I'm kind of disappointed. It's not a great start when uh, you have a commission report that uh, you know is supposed to be due on the first you know, in a week, and no one's uh, there's there seems to be no leadership in calling us together. So, I, so you guys haven't know. you guys haven't uh, been told uh, when the next when the next when the first meeting of this uh, Restore no. Illinois Collaborative Commission is going to be. No, no, there's been no communication whatsoever from the majority. Uh, so uh, we're talking with State Representative Dan Calkins uh, from the Decatur area, uh, State Representative Mike Murphy, also on that commission here from the central Illinois area. What do you think that says, uh, Republicans appointing um, two of its six members on this commission? There's three, uh, you know, Representative uh, Tom Bennett also That's right. uh, one of the House members. So there's three of us. From uh, downstate Illinois, uh, in the, in in a region of the state that's been uh, economically, uh, you know, hurts. I mean, uh, you know, we, we've been devastated by this uh, by the policies of, of Governor Pritzker. Um, I mean, you look at the uh, report that Mark Maxwell did; it clearly showed that central and central Illinois should have been uh, in phase four. Back in April, based on the governor's, you know, own criterion. So uh, I, I was very encouraged that uh, Leader Durkin appointed the three of us. I spoke with uh, Representative Murphy yesterday, and um, you know, we're anxious to, to to get to work. We're anxious to have a, an opportunity to uh, give our input, um, but we're waiting on the majority to actually call us together. 
So what kinds of things do you want to see uh, outside of, um, you know, providing some kind of legislative check to the governor's unilateral uh, authority here? What else do you think is possible? Uh, Are you guys going to be able to provide recommendations to maybe, for instance, increase the number of uh, people that can that can collect in a group? Uh, A lot of uh, convention centers are. Uh, looking into the future, and it's not looking good, especially here in the Springfield area. Um, the, the tourism uh, director essentially saying that uh, we need the conventions to be able to have any kind of sustainability moving forward. Hotels uh, also uh, worried about this. Movie theaters, uh, various concerns, a variety of uh, industries still raising concerns here. What do you think is going to be able to be accomplished? Well, I, um, I hope that the uh, majority uh, come to this commission with an, with an open mind and a willingness to uh, hear out uh, the co- the concerns of on the ground real world uh, experiences that we have uh, perhaps different than what uh, what's going on up in Cook County and the collar counties and our our, our needs uh, need to be addressed I hope that we can come together and not and have a have a unified report and 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 give this information to the governor and make it public and hopefully uh, get him to reconsider. But to your point, uh, you know i've I've been working the last week this this week uh, quite uh, closely with with the governor's um, administration. You know we have uh, what three hundred and some bowling alleys that have worked. You know, worked with the administration and their consultants to come up with the you know a good plan to reopen bowling alleys. They were assured during these discussions that that they would have a fifty percent capacity when the uh, phase four regulations. I say regulations. I, I they're really recommendations uh, have come out. They were limited to fifty people. And you can't operate a bowling alley with 50 people in it. It's, it's I, you know, I hope that it, it was, uh, you know, misstated. But uh, based on my contacts, uh, it doesn't seem that. It seems to be quite deliberate. Uh, I'm also working with the uh, uh, the Kiso family who put on a motorcycle race at the fairgrounds uh, on Labor Day. Um, they looked at the guidelines that came out, and it said that the Illinois State Fairgrounds, under these guidelines, could only be open at 20% capacity. Now, the fairgrounds can hold, just in the grandstands area, over 13,000 people. Um, 20% capacity is not even close to what, you know, what, what's needed to put on a uh, motorcycle race outdoors, uh, with the infield, and uh, it, it's it, it, it will lose that event if we don't get some some relief from IDPH. And so those are the things that I'm working on outside of this commission that hasn't even come together to meet yet. But those are the things that we need to do. We need to address those. 
Representative Calkins, uh, also asking too. There, there's got to be a little bit of frustration in the fact that a lot of these businesses weren't given their guidelines until Monday afternoon for Phase Four coming into Friday. Yet schools were given like two months advance. Why is that? And 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 what uh, what 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 can we do to get the guidelines faster to these businesses because they've got to get reopened and make the changes, and we only give them ninety six hours notice or seventy two. You know. Well, think about what happened to the daycare centers on phase three. Yeah. That the guidelines were released at 630 on Friday night to open it, you know, Monday morning. This is, uh, indicates to me that this administration is disorganized. Um, they can't, they can't make a decision. And when they do finally make a decision, uh, they're not taking the advice and, and that they seek. I mean, they actively seek input from groups. I've I've worked closely with the golf course people when when those regulations were put out. I've worked closely with the uh, fairgrounds, uh, you know, race car promoters that are, you know, running at Lincoln and Macon and Fairbury and Farmer City uh, to try to come up with a a plan, a safe and and well thought out and and, and, uh, a plan to get these racetracks open for these small businesses. And... It just seems that every time that you work with one of the members of this administration, uh, what you know, what the best practices uh, are, uh, seem to be ignored for some reason, and, and, and it's almost like there's a pattern here that is very disturbing. Right, Representative Calkins. Listen, thanks a lot for your time. Hopefully, you guys can meet and and, and go forward. You know, hopefully, they can call a meeting, especially considering that uh, a report is due Less on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Well, but I I I'm, I intend to at least uh, call a, a, a meeting of the minority, and if if the majority isn't going to call a meeting before the deadline, uh, I hope that we have an opportunity as the minority, at least to show that we're actively participating, we're ready to go to work, we have some very, I think, very good ideas, and, and we'll submit a minority report. I mean, that's that's the only thing we can do to meet the, the requirements, uh, you know, of the legislation. All right, terrific. Well, Representative Calkins, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you, and I appreciate the opportunity to speak with your audience this morning. Great. Seven. Um, oh, go ahead. Have a great, great day. You hey, too. you too. Talk to you later. 